We've been busy this morning. Oh my gosh, yeah. Pictures. Yeah, we've taken so many pictures. We've Broken had computers. <laughs> oh my god. We've had so many nice reviews lately. <gasps> it makes me so it's happy. So cute. And, and people are sharing about us on social media and yeah. I'll, I'll get a notification and I'm like, wait. That's so nice. The podcast page is getting a notification. Right. Especially when it's like, this isn't my mom. Or, yeah. or my best friend doing it. Same. It's just like some person out of us. Know. Yeah. We're real big in Panama and we don't know why. <laughs> just let us know, people in Panama. And I'm sure they're like, it, it's because of the way you talk. Slovakia? Is that another one? Yes. Yeah. Tell us why. <laughs> or maybe don't. Oh, this is the Witch's Magic Murder of Mystery <laughs> Podcast. And I'm Kara. And I'm Megan. We have big heads today. <laughs> yeah. Today we're just like, listen to how loved we are. You guys have been making us feel so good, which is so nice. Yeah. Um, We love you all. So much. And we love doing this podcast. It's so fun. Oh, yeah. I so. wouldn't survive without it, actually. No, it's, it's like really nice. day of sanity in the middle of the week. And we record on Wednesdays, so it's always a nice break to my mm-hmm. week to get to come hang out. Yes. Do this with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Started that it's been a while since you've I done know. That. I had to bring it back. Okay, so today mm-hmm. I have a witch story. Ooh. And I want you to know that... <laughs> I was intending to be like, okay, after the hell of last week's show, oh, I was like, I want that shall remain nameless. <laughs> a couple of pastors were in the coffee shop yesterday <laughs> talking about how they're all caught up on the podcast. And I was like, have you listened to last to the most to the most recent? And they'll listen to this too. And I, and he was like, no, I haven't heard it yet. And in my head, I was like, and I, I even said to him, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you maybe just shouldn't. Don't, maybe don't. This is really bad. It's Please so don't. Bad. It's so bad. I want us to still be friendly. Shout out to you guys for, yeah. for loving us. Thanks for listening, um, everybody. But yeah, yeah, I thought that was really funny. I was like, oh, crap. <sighs> I, want, <sighs> I think I told him, I was like, listen to it, but then let's never talk about it. Yeah, don't <laughs> tell me about it when you come in on Saturday. Yeah, it's fine. We don't need to discuss it. Yep. Okay, so this is a witch story because I was hoping... After that episode, to be like, this week I'll do a witch episode. It'll be some kind of powerful woman. Like badass woman. Yeah. Yeah. It'll put it, it'll make everything better. Yeah. It's not exactly what I ended up with. It is a witch story, but it's not like a. She's not a cool lady. It's not like a cool. She, I mean, she's, she's a badass lady, but she did a lot of, you know, bad things too. Okay. So this one, um, before we get started, I want everyone to know that I tried really hard to find the correct pronunciation of this woman's name. Okay. It's French. And I swear, every video I watched was different. Yes. <laughs> Here's what we're going with. Catherine, that part's easy. Catherine. Oh, I was going to say, you Googled that. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Mon Voisin. Oh. Okay. One video I listened to said, Catherine Mon Voisin. And I was like, listen, that's not right. I know that's not right. Well, that's how I would say it, too. But that's not correct. No. That's how I knew it was wrong, actually. I was we're like, not, no, that's what I think it is. So that's not it. Mon Voisin. Voisin. So that last syllable just... Yeah, <laughs> mom voice. Um, <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> so that's what we're going with, and I have to say that a lot <laughs> in uh, this episode because that's I what she so went by. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> Be sure your next review says how amazing we are at saying words. Yeah. So Catherine <laughs> Monvoisin was born Catherine something else that I'm not even going to try words. in France around 1640. Oh, okay. She grew up to marry Parisian jewelry store owner and silk merchant Anthony Monvoisin. Mm-hmm. He went bankrupt after they got married, and Catherine became the sole breadwinner of the family. She is did it, this. Is oh. it bad that, like, in my head, I'm playing the Aladdin song when he's like, I mean, that's pretty much 
That's probably based on this. Yeah. Okay. She practiced chiromancy, which is a fancy word for palm reading. Ooh. And she also did face reading. Which at first I was like, face reading? That seems real obvious. Like, Kara right now, skeptical. Yeah, my emotions are all over my face at all times. I'm the worst. Like, I can't play poker at all. My face gives me away every time. It's apparently, I had to stop and, like, go research that. Because I was like, what is face reading? It's a whole other art. And it's based on, like, the shape of your face and, like, the size and shape of your eyes and the, you know, positioning and whatever. Every feature of your face means something. I get Botox, so that's going <laughs> to skew my results. <laughs> so all these characteristics of your face um, come together, and then they can tell certain personality traits and oh, details what? of your future based on your physical characteristics. We've got to find one of these. So it's cool. It's so, it's like palm reading, but yeah. it's your face. So I want to go. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. So she did both of those things. And beyond that, she was also a midwife, and through that work, she performed abortions. She supported a family of six, herself, her husband, their three kids, and also her mother. Oh, wow. So, you know, in the 1600s, she's doing all this stuff to take care of everybody. Because she had such a good reputation as a fortune teller, she started manufacturing (laughs) and selling. I smiling about this. (laughs) Well, because I just... There's so many things about her that I'm like, yeah, girl, go. But yeah, then I'm like, it. oh, you you really went to a dark spot here. Uh-huh. Um, she had such a good reputation as a fortune teller that she started manufacturing and selling magical ob- objects and potions. Talisman. So she had, like, merch. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> she arranged black masses, and she sold aphrodisiacs and poisons to her clients who Ooh, wished to take a little control over their future. So she was, like, the first, yeah. like, boss babe. Yeah. <laughs> That's her. Multi-level marketing. Yeah. She started that. By the way, I uh, I looked up what a black mass was because I wasn't sure, but it's exactly what it sounds like. It's basically, um, it's directly based on Catholic masses. But it's witchy. It's, they celebrate satanic groups. Yeah. It, it takes a Catholic mass and inverts it. Right. And that's a black mass. So, so instead of holy water, it's blood of goats sure yeah, yeah. that's and the that's the inversion of holy water but don't they use sage what incense do they use i don't, I don't know. know anything about catholic mass i remember going one time when i was pregnant and holy water hit me and i was joking with sophie's dad and i went and i got in a lot of trouble and then i was <laughs> pretending to cough when like all the incense stuff was like coming towards us and i wasn't welcome back. they were like please don't bring yeah. her in this, <laughs> yeah. in this building again <laughs> I, I, I don't think that, I've ever. But his mom hurt me. <laughs> a wedding. I've been to like a Catholic. I've been inside a Catholic church for a wedding. Yes. But that's it. Anyway. So mm-hmm. La Voisin was really good at what she did. And she became super rich and famous for it. Her clients included the highest in French aristocracy. Okay. She would work with clients all day and then have these super fancy garden parties at night. <gasps> Dreams. I know. See, there's so many things that I'm like, yes. Yeah. Also, just because I think this is interesting, she regularly attended church. Okay. It's a French church with a French name, and I'm not even going to subject you to that. She was known to have at least six lovers, aside from her husband. Okay. And one of those tried to convince her to kill her husband, and she, like, agreed to, and then she got right up to it, and she changed her mind. five did? I don't know. Did he not know? Maybe he didn't know about the others. I also don't know if it was six lovers all at once. Oh, okay. Or kind of one at a time. Okay. The article I read talked about how she was really interested in science and alchemy and financed several private projects. What? Yeah, like she's using her own money to be oh. like, this is cool. She's I mean, us. she's, yeah, well, 
don't get too oh we're not don't that. get too attached mm-hmm. okay. um but some of those were by con artists who were just trying to get to her money she was also an alcoholic oh. and it was rumored <laughs> that one of her lovers was abusive dang it also she had a rival um who was a well-known poisoner named marie antoinette <laughs> nope <laughs> It's B O S S E, which number one, I'm like boss, but boss say, boss say, boss say, probably. Yep, we're gonna go with that. So let's just recap real quick. This woman gets married. Her husband's business goes under. Right. She builds a fortune telling empire. Yeah. Including branching out, branching out into manufacturing and Having selling her, her own, own apothecary merch. Yeah. Yes. Um, makes a whole lot of money. Supports her family and extended family. Yeah. Fun scientific projects she's she interested just in. She created an empire. Yeah. Has a bunch of boy toys. Yeah. Also has a nemesis. How is this a real person? Yeah. <laughs> it's like straight out of a comic book. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then the midwife thing. So abortions were illegal at the time. Okay. But she provided them. And her clients, again, included wealthy members of aristocracy. Right. And because there they were. also had boy toys, I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. Way too many people that wanted her services. And so I actually said this too. I was like, so basically she was like a multi-level marketing because she became a network of a part of a network of abortion providers who would like refer clients to each other and then take a fee for that referral. Wow. So, and this branched out, not just abortion. She was like an insurance company. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) State Farm. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Um, it's just like, like a really good neighbor. So yeah, the, she was great. <laughs> she was the there. poisoning and the, all the stuff that she did, there was a network for all of it. And she was like the top of the pyramid. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So she like got in touch with all her old high school friends and was like, listen, babe, are you tired of your Sin, job? Sends a pigeon. Can I talk to you? I know it's been a while. But it's not I a pyramid scheme. It's not. This amazing product. You won't even feel like you're selling it. You won't even know what's happened to you. Look at my results 4,000 pictures later. (laughs) What do you think, babe? Do you want to set up a day that we can chat? And, oh, you can get these free gifts. I know we haven't spoken in 20 years. But I'd love to set up this virtual party. Here's the link. (laughs) Let's be friends now. Okay, so back to fortune time. (laughs) La Voisson said she was taught the art of fortune-telling when she was nine. And then she developed her art by studying modern methods of physiology, which I think was like the body. So that's like the face and the palm reading and things like that. So we could tell she's really smart. When she was working her fortune-telling thing, she really invested in making like the ambiance right Mm -hmm. in order to make her seem more legit. So she had, she spent a lot of money on this like specific robe to wear. It was like crimson velvet (gasps) and embroidered with gold eagles. And she wore that when she worked. I'm going to be her like for Halloween. Mystical. Yes. Yeah. You are. You can be her rival. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the poisoner. <laughs> Something bossé. Bossé. In 1665, a priest of St. Vincent de Paul's order and the congregation of the mission questioned her abilities. However, she was really smart and she stood in front of the professors at Sorbonne University and explained how her gifts worked. Oh. She was set free for her skills in rhetoric and her impressive performance in front of her critics. So they allowed her to continue oh. her business as a fortune teller. Good for her. So I think that's really interesting, too. Like, yeah. they stopped her to question, like, we don't know how legit you yeah, are. Yeah, this isn't happening. And then she convinced them that she was legit. 
And they were like, oh, we actually need to go get a reading now. Yeah. So she just kept growing her business, and eventually, fortune-telling evolved into the professional practice of black magic. (laughs) Basically, when she was doing all the fortune-telling, she started to see patterns among, like, what people wanted. Yeah. And there were three main things that people wished for. They wanted to have someone fall in love with them. Right. They wanted someone to die so that they would inherit stuff. Oh. Or they wanted their spouse to die so they could marry someone else. What? What is it with most of our female murders that don't understand what divorce Divorce is? Well, this was also, this was the 1600s in France. And I don't know what the rules around divorce actually were there. she had six boyfriends. I mean, she, yeah. (laughs) I think only the king is allowed to get, no, I know if the king was allowed to get divorced. What's that line in that Cinderella movie, Ever After, where she's like, divorce is only a thing they do in France. Oh. Or or, or in England. Now I can't remember which. <laughs> God, that's such a great movie. If you've oh never gosh, seen Ever After, it. it's, it's so one good. of my favorites. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all mm-hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh-huh. T-Y. M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh we gosh. got a so straightener and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge NCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay. So I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly wavy hair so it was a huge game changer for me it dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny which i noticed immediately mm-hmm. i didn't even need to straighten it afterwards and usually i do because usually i have all those wild like curls left over yeah. the wind power on this thing is intense it's wild like i turned it up i was like let's play with these buttons okay so it has three magnetic styling attachments they're all amazing you know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like oh my gosh this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's gonna be so tangled not with this one nice and it's magnetic so it's great so right now you guys our listeners can get 30 percent off their first order at timobeauty.com t-y-m-o beauty.com Using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to TYMOBeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. So she's like, well, if only one could figure out how to provide like a wish granting service of sorts and charge a bunch of money for it and a light bulb went off over her head 800 number yeah (laughs) she sees a gap in the market she can fill so she's like here we go another another business yeah so here's how she did it she would tell clients that their wishes would come true if it was the will of god then she would recommend some action that would make their dreams come true and the action would be like go to this church of this particular saint 
And then she'd sell like amulets, which are basically like good luck charms. And then she would just keep recommending more magical objects or rituals, all of which she could charge for. Right. So it'd be kind of like almost like a go try this and then come back and see me. And every time they come back, she'd do something else. Well, you need to add this to it to make it more powerful. So she would create aphrodisiacs for people who wanted someone to fall in love with them and poisons for people who wanted people to die. Ooh. Her most expensive recommendation was the Black Mass. Right. Which she would arrange. And during the ceremony, clients could pray to Satan for their wish to come true. A naked woman would act as an altar, lying down while holding black candles in each hand with a chalice resting on her stomach. Oh, that's some strong <sighs> core muscles there. <laughs> I love that that's what you thought. Whoa. A priest would perform <laughs> satanic rites over her body before spilling the blood of a newborn baby into the cup. A legit baby? Yeah. Not like a goat. No. Into the cup as this the woman the prayed Lipper to the Dark Lord. Festival. Yeah. Wow. Whether the baby needed to be alive or not, we're not sure. But procuring a child for the services was not hard for La Poisson. Because she was an abortion Well, She had opened a home for unwed mothers years prior. Oh. So, again, just more things she does. Yeah. She's getting deep into it. Yeah. So she helped women with unwanted pregnancies procure abortions Uh and helping lower class ladies get rid of their babies after childbirth. And she didn't charge the lower class for these services. Okay. Instead, she billed like the, the aristocratic women who came to her help. She they paid extra, so she okay. charged them extra, and she didn't charge gotcha. the poor any because the richer Medicare. women. What? It's like Medicare. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> like that. See, I'm telling you, she's she's where she's it all starts. She's yeah. Because the aristocratic women, they couldn't afford the scandal of a child out of wedlock, so they right. were willing to pay like oh, lots yeah. of money. She probably told those children, those people, like, I've got homes for your children. Yeah. But then maybe she took the babies to use in these. Yeah, it's really bad. That's oh. why That's why we don't want to be like her. No. That's where it stops. Um, either way, she had a constant supply of sacrifices. Oh, my gosh. So, um, it sounds like she really took her time to lead clients down this path. Like, it's not like they come to see her first and she's like, oh. You want somebody to die? Let's go to the satanic ritual yeah. where we kill a baby. She doesn't yeah. do that. It's more like, like I said. Here's a simple test. First, like, if this. it's God's will. Yeah. Then go to this church. Yeah. Now try these if things. If you feel led. Like, try now this let's potion. do this. Yeah. And eventually you've done all these things and you've invested okay, all now this. it's time to do this. Now we're going to do a satanic ritual. Great. Who is the one that's like, hey, I would like to lay naked during all of these? I don't know. Yeah, if those, I think that the women who acted as the altar were part of her network of poisoners. Oh. Because they all would be involved in these ceremonies. So, anyway. (laughs) And there's that. La Voisin, most notable, notable, notable. (laughs) Now I can't even say like regular words. Was Madame, Madame. I like how you have to like do your hip when you, she's, guys, she's currently Mon- flipping her hip out. Mon- Monty Spawn. <laughs> so, lady. this lady apparently hired La Voisin in 1667 to arrange a black mass mm. so that the woman could win the love of the king. She was in love with the current king of France. And it so, what she reversed. wanted was for him to fall in love with her. Okay. That same year that she had hired La Voisin, they did the black mass, she became the official royal mistress of the king. Oh. Like, what is that? Is that like a, like a formal title? Yeah, he's married, but. 
he doesn't, well, I think the he's king's, not sleeping with you. So if you if you believe Prince Charles and what he said yeah. to Diana, it's like, well, this is what we all do. We yeah. all get to have mistresses. Yeah, because we're royal. Um, she went to <laughs> after this. Monispan, mm-hmm. Monispan. She Monispan. went to Lavrasan <laughs> whenever a problem occurred in her relationship with the king. So it was like, well, this worked. I am now the yeah. official royal mistress, so you got to help me keep yeah. this going. So then, in 1673, so this is like six years later, his interest in his official royal mistress. You know, she's starting to get older, I'm sure. The king's interests seemed to fade, and she went back to Lavasan, who provided a series of black masses. So they oh, did a bunch of them. To get him to be interested again. Yes. Oh. And on at least one occasion, the woman, Manaspan herself, acted as the altar. Oh. She also... It's like that... Was it a queen or something that would kill young virgins and bathe in their blood to make Elizabeth herself, Bathory. Yes. To make herself look younger. We should do an episode on her too. We should. She's like deliciously creepy. Mm. That that makes it sound like I think she's great. It's yeah. not. It's just that story is nuts. It is. Okay. So La Voisson also provided the official royal mistress with an aphrodisiac, which she used to drug the king. Hmm. And in 1677... Monaspan made it clear that if a king should abandon her, she would have him killed. So then the king enters into a relationship with another woman in Uh-oh. 1679. Montespan called La Voisson and asked her to give both the king or to have both the king and his new girlfriend killed. Oh my gosh. So La Voisson was like, oh, this seems, oh. so she, but then she eventually agreed. Like at first oh. she's like, I don't know, this is the king. We were just doing some spell work. Yeah. So then she constructed this plan to poison and kill the king. And it involved La Voisson herself oh. going to visit the king and like giving him something with the poison in it. Yeah. The problem is when she went that day, he wasn't seeing visitors so there was no way for her to get to him to give it to him yeah so then it all fell apart so then there's like this unfortunate series of events that happens after the failed poisoning attempt so she goes to poison him it doesn't work she comes back and is like we got to come up with a new plan yeah in the meantime here's these other things that are happening so it begins with the trial of god madame (laughs) de (laughs) brinvilliers who was accused of working with her lover to murder her father and brother so that she could inherit his estate. Oh, my gosh. So, and the, the way of doing that would have been poisoning. So, okay. there's this big trial going on, and it's in the, everybody's minds yeah. in France about this woman who was going to kill her family so that she could inherit. Right. A riot took place where people accused witches of abducting children for black masses. Hmm. And priests reported that a growing number of people were confessing, confessing to poisoning in their confessions. At this point, the king became terrified that he would be poisoned, which may be why when she went to see him, he yeah. wasn't. Yeah. It. He began having servants like taste test his meals. That's how paranoid he got about it. And he gave the chief of the Paris police permission to conduct what amounted to a witch hunt. Oh. Then there was another fortune teller arrested in Paris who was tied to that Madame de Brinvilliers mm-hmm case the woman who was going to murder her family right so that implicated one fortune teller and then because witches be snitches <laughs> i was really proud of that joke <laughs> that fortune teller that was arrested she pointed her finger at marie bosse 
And Marie was part of this elaborate network of fortune tellers right. and everything that Lavoisin had built over the years. Yeah. So the king, when he finds out about this network, he orders the whole network to be exterminated Ooh. by all methods, regardless of rank, sex, or age. Ooh. And then Bosset points her finger at Lavoisin. Of course. On March 12th, 1679, Lavoisin was arrested and eventually her entire network of associates was also arrested oh they brought them all down she herself lavoisan was never subjected to torture even though a few different articles pointed out like they had made a specific order that was like you're allowed yeah. to torture her but it was also made clear that the order was not to be put into effect so the theory is because of all the things she knew Ooh. they were like the guy the, the higher up yeah you know the king and whoever they were like you can't really torture her. Yeah. Because we don't actually want everyone yeah. to... We don't want you to know what she knows. Right. Instead, the, like, interrogators would use her alcoholism against her. Ooh. So they just started feeding her alcohol and keeping her drunk yeah. the whole time while they tried to get info out of her. Mm. She admitted to selling poison and magical services to several members of the royal court. And she also basically told them the whole story that I just told you. Like, yeah. here's the development of my career. Yeah. Lavoisan denied ever meeting or serving Monaspan. Monaspan. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. The mistress. Yep. And the mistress herself was never connected to Lavoisan's oh. crimes or the attempted poisoning of the king. There's even oh. some evidence that she ended up being one of the king's advisors during Lavoisan's trial. So her list of cl clients, Lavoisan's list of clients, and the arranging of the Black Masses, her connection to Montespan, and the murder attempt on the king were not revealed until after she died. Hmm. And it only came out then because her daughter told, like, in, when she was interrogated, her yeah. daughter gave it up, and it was confirmed by the testimonies of her former associates. It is believed that she was involved in the death of between 1,000 and 2,500 people. Oh, my gosh. Is that including, like, the babies and stuff? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, on the 17th of February, 1680, Lavoisin was put on trial, convicted of witchcraft to execution by burning two days later. So, it took two whole days to have that trial and conviction. Oh. In total, over 300 people were arrested in the investigation, with 36, including Lavoisin, being executed for their crimes. Oh, wow. So... The others, you know, the not there's the 36 yeah. that were executed. The rest of them, it kind of reached a point. As more details came out, like once these connections to the like royal court, yeah, then things changed, and then it was almost like they got a little bit protected, because oh. the theory is they think that the king was worried that if people learned the truth, that his court was teeming with liars, murderers, and oh, practitioners yeah. of witchcraft, the peasant class would rebel. Ooh. So it's almost like like Monaspan, you know, it came out. To your queen. Yeah, yes. It came out that like she was involved in this and there was an attempt murder attempt on the king, but she didn't get punished for it. She grew she lived to be an old lady. Yeah. Because I think he just wanted the investigation to stop. Yeah. So Lavoisan was burned at the stake in public in Paris on February twenty second, sixteen eighty. She it. started off as a badass and then I think it just, she got far. too greedy, yeah. you know, it's like too much power, too yeah. much money. Yeah. And it was like, how can I get more? Right. I'm going to start selling these po And then it just kind of, yeah, I'm going to start selling the poisons and do the black masses mm -hmm. and it all fell apart. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah. So there she is, ladies and gentlemen. In all her glory. <laughs> That's my story for the week. I mean. I liked it. If you, if you take out the baby part, it's really, it's, it's a, it's a bit of a step up from last week. Right. 
I guess. Mm. I mean, I think we'll just slowly get better, guys. We're slowly (laughs) healing our wounds. (laughs) If you would like to send us any story ideas of your own, whether they're... Yes. And they don't have to... Somebody was like, I wasn't going to send this because it's not in Kentucky. And it's like, no, no, no. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Anything. Anywhere all over the world. We'd love to hear it. And your personal stories. Yes. It doesn't have to be a super famous. I'd love it if it wasn't super famous. Yeah. If it was just like, listen, there's a ghost in my house. Yeah. Here you go. Here's my specific... Mm -hmm experience i'd love it yeah um you can email that to us at witches magic murder mystery at gmail.com mm-hmm. or dm us on instagram also witches magic murder yeah. mystery and then you can find us on facebook at witches magic murder and mystery podcast discussion group yes please answer all the questions the questions we have like five of you all floating in there I'm, i just assume they're bots i think yeah. if you don't answer then you must be a bot yeah so i just don't think that's a real person um we'd love to hear from you and thanks for listening yeah and we'll talk to you next week all right goodbye goodbye